Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Arrive Can, the, uh, the app, which was such a pain in the backside. And I was... I mean, what was it, what point did it serve? It caused a lot of people a lot of grief. It cost money. Uh, people got fined for not living up to this app, and... And it caused some arguments between friends. That's another story. And it's a 55, I think it's 55 million price tag. The first time I saw that, I thought, wait a minute, this is an app. 55 million. Now we're finding out there are all sorts of unanswered questions. There are many leads that lead apparently nowhere that contracts and subcontracts were issued to whom? Where did the money go? Did somebody's pocket get lined? And the first thing I thought as this thing is developing is ad scam, ad scam, ad scam, ad scam, ad scam, times 10 or times 5. Senator Leo Husakos is leading the investigative engagement in the Senate on Arrive Can. Senator, good to have you with us on Remembrance Day. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show, uh, Mr. Green. Always a pleasure, particularly on a solemn day like today where we should all remember, never forget, and always be uh, grateful. Yeah. Well, let me start with that. Remembrance Day, as the rise of anti-Semitism continues in Canada, you're a Montrealer, as am I. An imam in Montreal called for the extinction of Jews. A university professor called a Jewish student a whore. Jewish schools attacked by gunfire, Concordia University, the site of anti-Semitic attacks on students. Uh, I'll be generous by fellow students. Would you speak to that? Look, it's very disturbing. Um, those of us who are, are born, born in this country or people that came to this country uh, seeking freedom and opportunity like my parents. Um, just this morning, I was talking to my 89-year-old dad who said this is not the country... Uh, we inherited, and this is not the country that we uh, we worked very hard to build. And uh, we we wanted to build a country of peace, um, freedom, and where all faiths and all people from all over the world, because that's what Canada is, uh, live in peace and harmony. What we've seen in the last few weeks, right across our country, but particularly in my city, particularly the anti-Semitism, the blatant anti-Semitism, is just unbelievable. These are the sort of things I read about in the history books, and I never thought I'd witness them in my own city and in my own country. And yet we are. What's going on in Montreal today, Senator, and how engaged are the police? Because the Premier of Quebec wants, certainly wants police more well, engaged I signed than they have. A, a letter a number of weeks ago, Mr. Green, a couple of my parliamentary colleagues, uh, MP Melissa Lansman and MP Chouvloy uh, Majindar, calling on the police to, to start applying the laws that we have in this country. Good. We have hate laws in this country, and they need to be applied. But there has to be the political will uh, to get it done. Yeah, for sure. All right. Arrive Can, the app, has blown up in a major way with senior federal bureaucrats accusing each other of intimidation and lying to Parliament. Four people who are just sort of nibbling around the edges of this particular situation as it develops, scandal as it develops. Give us a quick overview today of where we stand, what this is about, and where we stand today, please. Look, 
arrive uh, arrive can was just one more remnant of that terrible nightmare called COVID and how the government badly mishandled it. Um, I always called it throughout COVID and throughout the process uh, that arrive can was an arrive can't. It was a problematic app that served no other purpose than to intimidate Canadians, to harass Canadians. Today, the after effect of arrive can is that there's hundreds of thousands of Canadians who faced fines and are facing fines and are before the courts. These are hardworking, law-abiding Canadian citizens that were traveling either for business or family reasons. Um, And because uh, either they didn't have the app or the app was malfunctioning, um, now are facing a nightmare. In some instances, Canadians are facing up to $750,000 worth of fines. That's insane. And we have a completely insensitive government that doesn't understand that this is on them. But what's worse is none of us dream that the stench of corruption that we're starting to smell of millions of dollars more uh, that, that, is, that is lurking around the corner. And over the last few weeks, they, we've had whistleblowers that have brought information to, to, the, to the attention of, uh, of many people. And as it turns out, uh, a project which, according to a senior director general of CBSA, was supposed to cost approximately $6 million and was priced out. And this senior director general had recommended a company with experience to work on this what I call liberal make-work project anyways, uh, ballooned into this 54, 55-plus million dollar exercise. And as we start to dig deep into it, we see that the company who got this contract is a company that is called GC Strategies, which self they've admittedly acknowledged that they only have two employees, which is the shareholders of the company, no standalone office, no IT experience. Uh, they contract out all the work at a significant commission, obviously, to them. Um, And, of course, all this has raised a lot of questions. And, of course, what's happened in all of this is we have a House committee who brought the two senior bureaucrats before the committee who, one says, look, uh, this is not the company that was recommended. They didn't have the expertise. And that decision, the decision to overrule the recommendation of the senior bureaucrat came from above. And when you look at the chain of command in the testimony of the uh, gentlemen who have testified before the House Committee, the person above is the minister, is the government. And, of course, that's where the buck used to stop before we had this, this Trudeau government who's come along, and they, they refuse any sense of accountability. So now we have the RCMP looking into it, Mr. Green. We have the Auditor General looking into it. But what's the most disturbing for me as a parliamentarian and a senator for a long time is that we've thrown out the door ministerial and government accountability. And this Trudeau government, at every single turn of every single scandal, they always act as if something was done to them. And it wasn't them who were doing it to the taxpayer. And that is what's the most disturbing. We see that the bureaucrats are passing the buck, the government is passing the buck, and the taxpayer is getting stuck holding the bag. So, so the question that comes to mind is this. How did it happen that this massive corporation of two people, shareholders in this GC company, how, how, how did it happen that no one said... Uh, hold on. Even if it was six million bucks, hold on. Why? Why is this going to this GC, whatever they are, company of two? 
And, and why are they subcontracting out? And how is this cost? I mean, was there a trail that showed that the costs were escalating? Or did we suddenly find out that it went from a $6 million costing to a $55 million reality? How did the, how did the chain not get broken somewhere? Well, uh, there's a number of issues, number one, and it's an excellent question. Number one, we have a government right now that is, is probably the most secretive, not probably, is the most secretive government in the history of, 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 uh, of the Federation. Uh, trying to get eight tips out of them, as journalists do on a regular basis, have acknowledged that they are the slowest in responding transparently to public questions. When it comes to questions that we're asking in the House of Commons and the Senate, the Trudeau government has a total disregard for the democratic parliamentary process of oversight. Um, I have very often questions, I've been asking questions about Arrive Can that go back to the beginning of this project, two, two and a half years ago. And I either get no answers from this government or you get some veiled answer that takes 10, 12 months to hear back from them in writing. Uh, they have a reflex of secrecy, uh, a, a reflex of basically not sharing information. Doesn't matter if it's in the estimates of the budget. Doesn't matter if it, when it comes to questions on behalf of taxpayers coming from senators and members of parliament, uh, they have shown a complete disregard for our democratic process. And very often, when I call this government out for being undemocratic, it's not just mandate, it's not just vaccines, it's not the fact that they're dividing Canadians, it's not the fact that they use this app as a tax tool, having law-abiding, hard-working citizens um, pay for what, as it seems now more and more, was a project to line the pockets of Trudeau liberal-friendly insiders. So are you suggesting, Senator, and I watched your um, attempt to secure answers from Senator Gold, who represents the Liberals, even though they have no official representation in the Senate, but they do, they don't, they do, but they do. I, 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 that'll give you a headache, that alone. I, try, I watched you trying to get an answer from Senator Gold, and all he could do was say, uh, I can't answer that. I'm paraphrasing, but... He wouldn't provide you, no matter how you phrased the question, there was no answer coming back. So are you, are you hinting, do you get the feeling that there's son of ad scam playing here, potentially? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I think this is far worse. Let's, let's be clear. Uh, the sponsorship scandal, the ad scam, was about $40 million of what was at least uncovered. Uh, in this particular instance, we're talking about $55 million plus. And in addition to that, these three companies in question, when you look at their activities with the Trudeau government over the last five, six years, they haven't been relegated only to this particular project. GC Strategies alone has received, above and beyond the, the, the Arrive scam issue, $60 million of contracts throughout a number of government agencies over the last six years. Imagine a firm with two people, no office, no IT experience, no staff, and they've managed to secure $60 million of government contracts from this Trudeau government. And nobody now, in, over the last few weeks, is standing up to say, well, this is why, this is how. Uh, if this doesn't stink, I don't know what does. We have not managed to get any straight answer from the Trudeau government. I sure hope that the RCMP and the Auditor General will be able to get to the bottom of this. So what can you do? 
Yeah, what can you well, do? I will continue to ask questions. No, but as a, as a political party, you're, the, you're representing the Conservative Party in the Senate, and uh, Mr. Polyev is a fairly regular guest on this program. So this last weekend, but what, what can you? What can an opposition party do to really squeeze the government? I mean, it would help if you had the NDP join you on more than a non-binding motion on, on 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 carbon tax. But what can you do as an opposition party to really squeeze the government if they don't come clean, or at least push the RCMP into uh, into really properly pursuing this? Because we have concerns about how well the RCMP has conducted its investigation into the SNC Lavalin situation. We spoke with uh, Duff Conacher of Democracy Watch last weekend about that. What can you do? Well, there's a, there's a number of things. First, we're going to continue in the House of Commons to try to persuade the bloc and the NDP to start being vigilant and reasonable with taxpayers' money uh, and start putting some of the partisan political stuff aside and focus on good governance because the truth is we have a minority House of Commons and if the bloc and the NDP are as serious as the Conservative Party is, you see the work that MP Brock and and, uh, and Michael Cooper and all the others, we have taken this this file on with fervor because when it comes to taxpayers' dollars, there's nothing more important than the government being accountable. So hopefully the opposition parties in that chamber will understand how the gravity of the situation. We conservatives were a small number of senators left in the Senate of Canada right now, and there are these so-called independent senators that Justin Trudeau has appointed, and now they hold the majority in the upper chamber. But if they're truly independent, they have an opportunity to show their independence by showing that they're actually there in the interest of the taxpayers who pay our salaries and start exercising some of the accountability measures that we have in our hands to bring the minister before uh, Senate committees, to bring the prime minister himself, to bring the senior bureaucrats and start compelling some of the information to get to the bottom of it. Now, if parliament and democracy fails to get that done, then we're going to have to rely on the RCMP. And ultimately, Mr. Green, as we all know, if all these institutions fail the Canadian taxpayers, well, then they're going to have the final word in the next election. Yeah. I know Did, it's a little bit off. No, no, I no. I know. I that in you. itself could be frustrating for some. Well, it is frustrating. Uh, it's our that's money. That's what democracy is all about. It's our money. You know, it's the people's it money is. that's being played fast and loose with here. Do you know, uh, do you know much about the uh, companies that were hired to subcontract for GC Strategies well, who knew nothing about uh, computers? Well, there's three of them. There's Dalian and Cortex and GC Strategies. And, of course, uh, we found out it was announced this past uh, week that um, CBSA has terminated their contractual work with them, which that in itself speaks volumes. Uh, but all, all of these companies are actually still doing business with other departments like D&D, and they're still doing business with them. So I, I think that the government should pause and and. and put an end to these contracts for the time being and until they come out clean. I mean, if the government can't sim- ask a simple question of how these consulting contracts came about, then they shouldn't be uh, being executed. Well, now, Senator, it, it's, it's like when they hired that anti-Semite as an equity advisor right. to the government. Right? What's his name? Leaf? What's his last name? I forget, but it was hired at the time by the Minister of Heritage. I know the... Um, yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be the... Uh, <laughs> we, he was in charge of taking care of uh, hate and anti-Semitism. Yeah, and they, pay, they paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he's a virulent anti-Semite. I was posting his his evil messages online, and we we paid for that. We paid for his, his advice. It's, um, it's not and very keep pleasant. Keep in mind that this government has sourced out 
more money to more consultants yep. than any other government in the history gotcha. of the Federation. Senator, thank you so much for the time. Uh, there's much more to be talked about. I hope you'll come back. Anytime. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.